Hey, Charlie. Hey, Giovanni. You want to be on top? Want to be on top? Who is she? She doesn't even go here. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> even go here. <laughs> Welcome to You Want to Be on Top, a podcast dedicated to all things America's next top model, where your hosts, Charlie Jensen and I, Giovanni and Naya, we live all our favorite and cringy moments from the iconic show spanning 24 cycles. We are going straight to the catwalk and walking like it's for sale and the rent is due tonight. Join us as we cry, smize, and close the gap to claim the title of America's Next Top Model. So we leave you with this. Do you want to be on top? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the original You Want to Be on Top, an episode-by-episode episode retrospective of America's Next Top Model. I'm your co-host, Charlie Jensen, and I am joined by my extremely successful and learned co-host, Dr. Giovanni Anaya, Chair of the Film, TV, and Media Department of the ANTM Institute International, which is an organization we made up, but is no less real to us. <laughs> yes, if you enroll, we are accredited. <laughs> you can pay us to take yes, classes. Yes, we have cash app. We need to teach you information. You will be learned by the cash end of app. Why WBOT pod? Yes, pay up front, no deposits, no refunds. <laughs> We also have a very special guest joining us today. Could you please introduce yourself to the panel? Hi, um, my name is Nikki Nesbitt. Nikki is a resident topper. Nikki, yes. do you have a favorite model and a favorite cycle? Um, I think cycle four is my favorite because it's just full of a bunch of crazy wackadoo characters. True. Um, um, and I think favorite model has got to be i think with the with, in the cycle eva she's just iconic and amazing eva the diva eva the diva mm -hmm. a fan favorite amongst the antm cinematic universe future real housewife of atlanta mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. well let's get down to business and work through today's episode we are discussing cycle three episode five well, we start out when Eva tells Jennifer Tyra is classy and would never write A-N-T-M on her butt cheeks. The butt joke wasn't funny. And if Janice didn't find it funny, it's truly not funny. And thus ends the saga we know as Buttgate. It's kind of sad when the when the cracked out judge doesn't even like your joke. Like it was bad. It's not her kind of crack. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. No lies were detected. <laughs> <laughs> hard cut to Kelly practicing her facial expressions in the mirror. <laughs> An immediate hard cut to Takara calling her dad in the phone confessional, getting very emotional. She explains to us that uh, in, in another private confessional that she had to be tough growing up and she had to be the mom. So um, this theme is going to come back. That's why it was introduced. Just like any good piece of music, you set up the theme, you revisit the theme. So goes top model. Tyra Mail. Arrives. It says New York pretzels aren't the only things that are twisted. They haven't met my personalities yet. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, the girls go to a yoga studio and they meet Sava, their personal trainer, who this is the first time we're meeting five episodes in. Right. Where's he been like hiding? Russian and he's bald. And I want to be signed up for this yoga class too, because I would like to be twisted. 
Sava, show show me downward dog again. I'll show you upward dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you dog does not go down. Oh, <laughs> wow. This episode's rated R. Yeah. <laughs> well, the girls get bent because they're in yoga. Um, Takar is sweating hardcore. I mean, I, I would be too. Yes. I'm sure it's I'm sure that's hot yoga. I'm sure that room is 90 degrees. No, this is before hot yoga was the thing. Was uh, it's New York? Hot yoga was always the thing. No. Okay. Disagree. It's pre pre cult. Yeah. Pre cult. Okay. Gwen hadn't copyrighted yet. No. <laughs> um. And then meanwhile, they're doing their exercises and they stretch and they do the um look behind you pose. Um. Janice appears. Um. And she's like, "We're gonna do a posing teach." And who who better not to teach you how to pose? Than the model who <laughs> literally modeled like a stiff board back in wow. the day. Wow, drag her. There's photos. I mean, I love Janice, but there's photos of her just looking stiff. <laughs> and they start with, if this is not AMTM, if there's not a bathing suit involved in any in any episode. So they pose in bathing suits. She gives them four poses that they can transition to in one bathing suit, I guess, because you've yeah. got to be versatile to be a model. And she warns, but don't show crotch. So AKA be the fish. Just don't serve the fish. Mm. <laughs> Little Mermaid said that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously because they hate sex workers, she says, don't get porno. She points out that you have to focus on neck, hands, and feet. And then she sets up some, she sets up a three-way shot with Anne, Cassie, and Jennifer, the three blondes, then quickly throws away the pH and she balances it all out again. Mm -hmm. pH balance with a woman. With a pH. <laughs> and then we move on to uh, Diva gown posing. Uh, Jana says uh, Eva has potential. Norell impresses her and Takara nailed her pose. Um, I feel like they don't know how to dress Takara though. They no. they, they put her in this like horrible red gown that just like or does not flow nicely over those big tatas. When Takara dresses herself, she looks amazing. <laughs> yeah. at, like at panel in this episode, she looks incredible. Yeah. I didn't like her top, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> but yeah, she knows how to dress herself, but they don't understand how to dress her. Mm -hmm. um, they're used to all the little skinny bitches. That's right. Um, uh, she puts Anne, speaking of what they put people in, they put Anne in a dress with little fringe and tell her to move those little stringy things and then lets out this like insane laugh. Yeah. It uh, is like <laughs> the dorkiest laugh on top of it. She sounds like, I don't, I don't even know what. I mean, I'm, she sounds like she's drunk. Like she's coming yeah, down or, from whatever. Or cracked out or something. Yeah, yeah. She had a she's lot coming of. Down. Yeah. She had a lot of energy going on in this teach. <laughs> Kelly's the last to go and uh, Janice can't get her to make an expression on her face. So she tells Kelly to hide it behind her hands. <laughs> <laughs> really pointing out all of Kelly's in insecurities. Valerie Cherish voice. I don't want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when all this fails, just put it back over your face. That's right. A hole's a hole. You know, when a drag queen doesn't know the words, she covers the mouth. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Season two. <laughs> Cut to life at the penthouse. Yaya teaches Kelly some dance team moves, but then Kara just pushes them out of the way to do a much more spectacular thing. Then Tyra sneaks in because there is just a lot of sneaking in in this episode. Little B&E action never hurt anybody. But is it breaking and entering when you home when you own the property? When is your name on the lease? Well, landlords have to give like twenty four hour notice. <laughs> yeah. Ty Tyra did not give notice. Okay. Okay. No. She just 
popped by. Uh, she's there for a little one-on-one time with each girl. So then we cut to their interviews. Kelly asks about her strengths and weaknesses. And Tyra says, your skin and your face. And not a fucking beat was missed. Like Ty- was Tyra was like almost like bursting at the seams to say those things to Kelly. Mm-hmm. Anne needs to practice modeling as hard as she did water polo. And Cassie says that she doesn't want to return to stripping. And Tyra says that she would go pull her down off the stage herself if she had to. So uh, great. Jennifer needs to show, quote, fire, which, by the way, is an official ANTM kiss of death. If you are told that you aren't you don't have fire, there's no passion, you're not bringing it. You will be eliminated within two episodes. Takara for her part, is all cried out about her family, except she's not. And she literally cries throughout the entire interview with Tyra. Alexa, play No Tears Left to Cry. Now playing Ariana Grande, (laughs) No Tears Left to Cry. On Amazon Music. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of hard cuts to this episode. So we hard cut to Kelly crying in the mirror because she just can't stand the sight of her own face. And, you know, sometimes we feel like we all feel like that, too. Janice felt that way. (laughs) <laughs> oh god janice was the mirror Sorry, too soon <laughs> um and kelly is just obsessed with her mouth and just the all the aspects of the geometry of her face mm-hmm. and is talking to takara and is like i have a snout and then they're i think they're reading vogue and she's like look takara this girl has a snout and takara's like yeah she's getting paid for it too so you gotta work it and then in that moment kelly was like well if she has a snout and can model then maybe i can model and have a snout lessons epiphanies were happening today more tyra male arrives and it says did you ever have a dream you were walking around in your underwear and if you know me personally i have lived through this so (laughs) i realized it (laughs) is it a dream or a nightmare it was a nightmare (laughs) <laughs> it was not a it was not a beautiful nightmare in the words of Beyonce. The girls end up at the iconic luxurious La Perla. And if you if you know fashion, you know La, La Perla is the rich bitch status of lingerie. It is like encrusted with diamonds in the nipples. There is lace up your piss flaps. It's just iconic. Giovanni. <laughs> not this again. <laughs> oh, it's like every episode has to have a mean girls reference. Uh, Devil Wears Prada reference, a legally blonde reference, and the word piss flaps, or Giovanni's not satisfied. <laughs> you know, as a woman and owner of piss flaps, I do not like that <laughs> term at all. <laughs> Every guest who is a woman has said that to us, Giovanni. Yeah, we okay, need I'll to re- we need I'll to work retire. on removing that. I, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, it, it's uh, save it for when it matters. <laughs> Hard cut to hat. next week. <laughs> I'm just not even talking next week. <laughs> okay, well, we end up at La Perla where we meet our merchandising fairy godmother, Simon Dunin, the creator, the creative director of Barney's RIP. Um, she became a spirit Halloween in New York. So. <laughs> There's no coming back from that. <laughs> Wow. Um, the girls learn that they will stand in a window and sell lingerie for 10 minutes. In in groups, but not like sex workers, though, because no. they don't like sex workers. Simon, Simon does not like a sex worker. He ask, doesn't. Ask, ask Katie. Katie. Ask Katie Anderson. <laughs> ask Katie Anderson. Mm-hmm. Um, and he lets them know that the winner's going to get $5,000 in lingerie. And if you know fashion and you know La Perla, this is one item. Maybe this is, the, this is the price tag. This is the fish hook on the on the bra. 
Wow. The first group up is Kelly, Nicole, and Yaya, then Takara, Cassie, and Narelle. Um, and then finally, there's Amanda, Eva, Anne, and Jennifer. I just want to uh, cut in here and say how shady it was that they put Amanda, Eva, Anne, and Jennifer together after the full-on brawl that they had on the penthouse the week before. Like It was like we, Super Smash. Yeah. 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 The producers knew, Choose your fighter. knew what they were doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were reclaiming their Emmy again. Oh, and then shocking everybody. Uh, somehow Kelly has picked the winner uh, for keeping it simple and understated, but classy and elegant. She gets to pick two people to bring along for her shopping spree, and she picks Amanda and Takara. And um, Takara only gets $500, so Takara really only gets the fish hook. And, and we know it's not a bra because they do not have anything <laughs> in her size. Takara got, Takara got to carry out an empty bag because that's all that fit her. <laughs> it was just a prop. Yeah. <laughs> Tyra Mail. arrives back at the penthouse it says modeling is a caddy doggy dog world you have to roll with the punches jennifer calls her boyfriend crying about how they get judged on everything they do yeah it seems like jennifer is really surprised by what show she's on like everything that they (laughs) expect her to do she's like they want me to model and they want me they want to judge me on every photo (laughs) and it's just really upsetting her that she has to you know be a model that is judged <laughs> i guess like, she didn't want to get out of pocatello that bad no they end up at the roxy where jay Manuel, who looks like a normal person dressed him he well he was giving protozoa vibes from xenon and <laughs> a, an iconic look uh, and, but for jay this is simple yeah this is like he just picked up what was on the floor of his bedroom and threw it on mm-hmm. of the tops house uh when someone asked jay if he wanted to be on top he was like no no (laughs) he said i was wearing a suit and blazer three episodes ago do you think i want to be on top (laughs) tyra then appears on roller skates to announce it is a dooney and burke shoot on roller skates and ladies if you know if you're from the south this is class Dooney Burke, not roller skates. Yeah, we're both little Georgia girls and know yeah. the importance and status of having a Dooney and Burke bag in middle school in Georgia and how powerful that was. The, the wow. duck was the ruler. If there was mm-hmm. no duck on your bag, you were nobody. How horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, the photographer for the shoot is Matthew Jordan Smith, who shot Tyra for Sports Illustrated many times. And only Sports Illustrated from what it looked like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're into the photo shoot. Um, Norelle looked like a doll but she can't walk in heels and roller skates. So I'm not sure what she's really doing here. I mean, I can walk in heels. And I'm she got a- touched by an angel on this episode. <laughs> she did. He, he's like, here you go. Um, Yaya sucked at skating, but she served campaign worthy frames and she was serving camp. She looked camp right in the eye and was like, here I am. Mm-hmm, girl. She just didn't finish the, she didn't finish the, um, the Ain. She just gave camp. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Takar fell a lot. She landed on that juicy booty um, that's, you know, softened the cushion. Mm-hmm. Um, but she wasn't serving it. Cassie was awkward. Um, Jennifer was told by Jay Manuel that he needed Paris Vogue. But she gave Paris, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same. And we're really sorry to the residents of Paris, Texas. You deserve better. <laughs> if you're a topper in Paris, Texas, DM us. Tell us, yeah. tell us the truth. About mm-hmm. your life. Eva had her best shoot this week, according to Jay. 
Um, Nicole lucked into her best shot ever. And she's like, <laughs> I know, because I kind of suck. Um, Kelly struggled a lot and ended up, and you know what? Jay's like, ooh, not ghetto in the face. But Kelly's not ghetto. Get it? Kelly gave white suburban ghetto. She was giving us Brentwood San Vicente, not Brentwood Sunset. Very important distinction. Mm-hmm. Yes. The, they don't talk to each other. They, they each have their own little um, Whole Foods that they own claim, and you do not go on the other turf. You're separated. Amanda g- surprised the hell out of us and got the most usable frames. I'm, I'm not even going to go there with Amanda because I still love her, but how was she really skating if she can't see? <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> was the disco ball lighting enough? <laughs> I mean, honest questions. Valid. She brought she it up. She did fall a lot, right? Yeah, well, okay, you're right. She did fall. Okay. She got, she got good frames, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get to Anne, who only got better when Jay said nasty things to her. And then she was butthurt. And you know what? Sometimes it helps. Oh, I feel like there's always uh, that one girl that needs to be kind of like bullied into a shot. <laughs> yes. That night, tire mail. <laughs> arrives at the penthouse. Elimination is tomorrow. Um, and the next day at panel... <laughs> The guest judge is Matthew Jordan Smith, their photographer, and Janice administers this week's panel challenge, uh, which is directing a male model um, who is unfortunately named Lanny. And the girls pose with him with varying degrees of success and varying degrees of um, height difference. He was yeah. shorter than all of them. Um, and yeah, most of them varying degrees of success and failure and most did not do so well. If I had to describe um, Lanny in a word, I'd call him portable. Yes. And and very vanilla, just a nice blank. <laughs> yeah, canvas. he was I mean it was he was giving Eastern European like Latvian or like Ukrainian vibes with the dark hair and the really light skin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did I did love though that he could go from like full on smiling to like half closed sleepy model eyes in like a second. Mm-hmm. Yes. It was, it was magic. He's a pro. He's, yeah. um and then yeah the panel judges the shots they said takara had no sex appeal which is weird because she's super sexy in person hard agree on that norelle sold it in her photo with the eyes and the face she looked like a porcelain doll like a little like a little marionette doll that you would want to play with i mean that fucking jaw could cut diamond jennifer gave the absolute least janice asked her why she wants to be there and she complains we went over this last week Janice was not happy with that response. Eva, for her part, looked classy. And Nicole had a very strong pick that Jay tells her that she may have lucked into, which is never the best situation to be in. Yaya was too dancery in this hateration, but her shot was great. And Anne was a, quote, orgasmic letdown, Nole says, as if a woman has ever come close to giving Nole an orgasm. (laughs) Amanda was fabulous, the photographer's fave, and Cassie looked empty inside. Kelly was the best of the worst. (laughs) Oh, Kelly. We get elimination and the roll call commences. We are heading at the diplomas right now. We get Amanda as the valid Victorian servant honestly face in her photo it is the eye the pupils were hella dilated it looked like she was on acid we get yaya norel eva nicole who somehow had a really good shot but then was mm-hmm. called fifth <laughs> or fourth i can't count takara 
Anne and Cassie. I do want to say that like the top five girls were all told they had the best photo of the week <laughs> when they were being evaluated. <laughs> so uh, struggle. struggle I, I, w- I would love to know, is it really called like, because who was, um, because Eva was before Nicole and then they told her she looked classy and then Nicole had a strong pick, but then Yaya had a good photo, but was called after Nicole. We They judged her after Nicole, but she was called way before Nicole. Mm-hmm. So I want to know how this is filmed and what roster they're called. I don't know. Who knows? A mystery. Yes. Well, the bottom two are Jennifer and Kelly. No surprise there. Tyra says that Jennifer seems like she doesn't want to be there. Maybe she wants to be back in Idaho. I don't know. <laughs> Kelly takes horrible pictures, but there's a model in there somewhere. So who, st- so who stays? Um, Kelly gets called. Jennifer goes home with the quickest um, exit interview we've ever seen so far. All right, let's do a little judging the judges. I'll see you in court. What do we think? Anne's is terrible. Anne's Anne just I don't even know. Like she's in hot pants. Her legs look kind of thick here. They look too muscular. She's like hiding behind the disco ball too. It looks like she's like far away from like behind, <laughs> way behind it. I know. It feels like she's so like they photoshopped her closer into the frame. She's shy. Mm-hmm. Nicole is giving. She said she looked like she was Marilyn Monroe painted as Andy Warhol, and that's what I get. I love the picture and toadness mm-hmm. the concave of the back it's very soft broke down doll yes mm-hmm. the little twinkle in her eyes just the one eye i think is really strong connection this is also this this shot is also very lit very well yeah yeah and i feel like in terms of like a marketing standpoint like this is a good shot of the bags and mm-hmm. a good selling like i that looks like you're actually selling me a bag Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd buy it. Amanda looks like she is working at the department store that carries Dooney and Brooke, and she's the Dooney. Whoa, and she's the Dooney and Brooke ambassador, and she's like, "Here, buy this bag before I get fired." <laughs> it's, she's like roller girl. She's just like, "Here, do you want a bag?" Yeah, I, you know, I don't love her shot. I think the the bag isn't prominent enough. I think she looks great. And, and the hands like movement. out here doing like was she like eighteen eighteen phoning home? She's probably trying not to fall down. <laughs> That's definitely what's happening. <laughs> Kelly looks like the disco ball is actively like encroaching upon her as the shot's being taken. Like it's trying to push her out of the way. Yeah, it's like Miley Cyrus coming in on that wrecking ball. Yeah. Ooh, yes. <laughs> I love that. Yes. But you know what? I love the lighting. I love that she's like lit under green light. She kind of looks, Mm -hmm. she looks exotic. Yeah. She looks like an alien. I think had her legs had been posed differently, like if one was just a little more bowed than the other, it would have been a little stronger. Yeah. Yeah. She is holding out the bag in a way that she is holding the bag. She's holding the bag. Yeah. Cassie looks like a little lad, like a little gay boy. (laughs) Like, here I am. Like every gay boy who went to catholic school like this is literally the same pose you would all do in photos i didn't go to catholic school but i know a lot of people who did yeah uh, it just doesn't seem like she's even on roller skates it's just like she's standing there like, Hi. <laughs> yeah Hi. Very, it is very shy boy for sure yeah it's very shy boy <laughs> norell i think does look great great faces popping bags are visible there's some attitude i wanted i wanted a face the head tilted just a little down. It's just too, the head is just too far back. But also she has, she has like an eight inch Afro on her yeah, head. That too. Sorry for um, the sirens. Eva is peeking through the fascinator on her head. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is really working in the shot because it brings all of the focus to the purse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. The, the purse is definitely what you look at in this, in this shot. So that is a plus for her. 
Yeah, this is one too where the disco ball isn't a prominent feature. Like it's yeah. it's it's more it looks like a set and not like a prop how it does in some other. And this disco photos. ball is not a real circle. Like it, like it's like a little pointy on the side. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, a Takara looks like Marie Antoinette. I was just gonna acid. say that she looks like Circus Marie Antoinette on roller skates. This is what <laughs> would have been at the Jacoco had the Jacoco <gasps> happened. Oh, oh my god. It, it, uh, um, yeah, you know, I feel bad for Takara because this is not a great shot of her and she is amazing. And I feel like there certainly was a better shot in her role. Right. Like, I wonder how much of them choosing these frames is actually them like producing the show, you know, yes. like how much of it is the actual best shot and how much is made for a better judging. We know the answer to that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. We know the answer. Jennifer, you don't even see her face. It's half her face is literally it's very in the bizarre that they use this because this actually looks like the photographer's error because nothing is in focus. No, it's, she looks like uh, someone from Gem and the Holograms. Yes, she looks yes. like a member of the Misfits. Yes, I agree. Gem's enemies. It, it, and like her calves look, her calves look really thick. Her literally, her legs look like sausages, which is. No, she doesn't have sausage Wait, legs. Mm-hmm. Are those legs or hot dogs? <laughs> uh, and lastly, we have Yaya, who I think is stunning. Yes. This is this is French Vogue. How was this not called first? Right. This is I feel like exactly what they were asking for. Yeah. You know what it is? She there's too much tension in her neck. You can see like there's a lot of tension in her neck. And I think it's because one hand is up, the other one's down. She's trying to focus. I mean, like the collarbone is popping out. Yeah, that's true. I think had just been a little bit more relaxed. And, and maybe and that's where the dancer comes that's in. That's where the dancer yeah. comes in. It's mm-hmm. it's very technical. It's a it's stunning photo. Like this is an ad, but it's so technical. Ser- serving angles, serving joints. S- serving, serving eyes dancing. Yes. Bag forward. Mm-hmm. She understood the assignment. Purse first. dr naya who would you call first i'm kind of torn between nicole and yaya i think nicole's is so effortless and just like relaxed and very commercial which is what you know dmb is it's like mass market where yaya's is super stylized editorial she has fucking peacock feathers in her hair she looks like a fucking sea anemone like it's like there's a lot going on, which I think was a disadvantage to her. She did produce a great shot, but I think I probably would still call Nicole because I think the job was to sell a bag, which they're both doing. I'm torn. Nikki, what do you think? I think I'm going to go Yaya on this because, yeah, I feel like it just the bag is highlighted a little more. And it, I mean, it is drama, but I feel like when you're flipping through a magazine like that would catch my eye. Agree. More. Mm-hmm. I mean, I agree with both of you. These are definitely the two strongest shots of the week. I think uh, Dr. Naya, I really see what you're saying about Nicole, and I agree. I love her styling. It's simpler. Um, but I think the bag is a little darker, like it's in the shadows a little bit. So I think I'm going to pick Yaya as well for my called first. And uh, I just and Nicole's photo gives you a little, a little illusion. It's not too in your face. Yeah. It's yeah. it's they're both edgy in their own ways. Like Nicole is giving you like indie, like mm-hmm. alternative edgy, and Yaya is giving you like on the nose fashion. N- Nicole is um manic pixie dream girl. Mm-hmm. Energy. Yes. Polly Pocket, like 
yeah. realness. All right, who would we have eliminated? And <laughs> yeah, and and looks like she's just standing oh my God. there. Yes, it's true. And she's just standing there. It's that's not giving anything. Also, I will have to say, I think this is also just um love Matthew Jordan Smith, but I think he just didn't photograph her that well. She looks really thick. She looks big. She looks boxy. Yeah, but something weird is happening with those shadows. Mm -hmm. But also, I don't know. Jennifer is tragic in this one. It's a little at bit. least Jennifer's dress is moving. Yeah, at least at, at least there's Jennifer. some angles in Jennifer's photo that you can kind of see like there's some dimension. I also think that this is probably Anne's best picture, and I think it is definitely not Jennifer's best picture. You know, true. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm going to eliminate. I'm going to agree with Dr. Anaya because I fucking hate Anne. <laughs> she should go home now. Yes. Yeah. Her and She's those fucking highlights useless. need to get out of here. Yes. Chunky. No good. And Nikki, who would you eliminate? I, I'm going to go agree and say Anne as well. Oh, triple A. I love it when we agree. We love a triple A. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, <gasps> let's, uh, let's talk about the ANTM contribution to pop culture in this episode. Because there was no drama this season. This Well, there was no drama this episode. Honestly, I don't know if anyone else noticed, but when um, I think it was Takara and Kelly were talking in their room, I think maybe even Yaya was there. Granted, this cycle, they are being housed in the Waldorf Astoria, one of the most iconic buildings in New York, wealth, luxury, like upper echelon. Like this is inventor of a salad yes like i mean and they have a box fan they're literally being cooled down by a box fan <laughs> it's Class. just like like where did the money go to can can they not have installed running ac tyra's like i want this place decked out spare no expense curtains on every wall and a box fan <laughs> <laughs> make sure they have their own private ac nikki what about you what's your pick um, I think I'm going to have to go with um, just Dooney and Burke and just how iconic this was for the time and how kind of, you know, it was such a, a moment for me in middle school. I mean, I never had one. My parents thought I was crazy for asking for a Dooney and Burke, like tiny armpit satchel. But um, you yeah, want a bag just... with a duck on it? I'll give you a, a bag with a duck on it at home, Nikki. <laughs> I know. We even even the TJ Maxx Dooney and Burks, I was told no. <laughs> <laughs> That's just cruel. Honestly, yeah, yeah. she was a moment. It, a heritage brand, if we've ever known one. Mm -hmm. Charlie. What's your contribution? Well, I'm going to say it's Janice, Janice's posing class. Um, because, because first of all, it's, it's a rare time when we get to see Janice model and, and she, she, she did the poses, you know, like seamlessly. She, she, it was basically like watching her fold into origami. With I know. No effort into these poses for the bathing suit. I would sign up for a posing class with Janice. Yeah, I mean, she she knows things. I think that she often gets in her own way because she's horrible 90% of the time. And here of course she is you know serving functional alcoholic on the on, in the workplace. We've been um, there. Who hasn't been there? I've been there many yeah, times. Yeah. If she hadn't told that stupid joke and laughed at herself, we never would have known. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was a big tell. <laughs> Me at work. Do you love this? Do you love the vents on your tuxedo, sir? <laughs> um what was the uh, cringe of the week this week? Ew, gross. The cringe for me was honestly La Perla not having Takara sizes. Granted, 
they probably don't always have her sizes in stock, but this is a competition where Tara had planned out this entire cycle and knew in advance that there was a plus size contestant coming on. Granted, has she not moved along that far into the competition? The options still had to be there. Right. So the Mm -hmm. fact that this was already pre-planned already and they weren't able to be like, can we bring stuff in? Can we make stuff on hand? I'm sure that there's a, there is some 90 year old woman up there hand sewing the beads to the bra who could have made something for Takara. It would have taken her a week probably, but at least there was something. There would have been something. Yeah. I mean, the thing that I was thinking about in, in this scene was like how, how Takara already knows that she's larger than the rest of the girls in the competition and how it's like constantly being thrown in her face. Like, even though she's been invited to be in the competition, it's like every episode they're like, you're big, you're big, you're big. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and she fucking rolls with it. That's one of the reasons that she she's amazing. I, I don't know if I've said that in this episode of this podcast yet today, but Takara is truly, I think, not just gorgeous. She is someone I find to be just an amazing person. Um, mm-hmm. You know, her attitude's amazing. She is really fun. She is gorgeous. She understands herself and her body and she loves all of it. And I think it's great to see that on this show. Okay, where were you when she was growing up when she needed somebody to tell her I that? know, she should call me right now, girl. <laughs> I will gas you up. Um, Nikki, what is your cringe? Um, we didn't mention it earlier, but when uh, they were kind of trying to decipher, I think it was when they were trying to decipher the Tyra mail or when they found out what the the shoot was actually going to be. Um, and dropped the classic r word um on tv um (laughs) regarding like her inability to skate and they just kind of you know they let it happen yeah like at least they could have at least like bleeped it out in 2021 yeah i know it was a different time but it still just it felt harsh coming out i was like oh yeah because she's an athlete and you know she probably uses that word frequently right I mean, I bet she calls people other things too. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. With those chunky highlights, she's the most powerful woman on the earth right now at that moment. <laughs> Please, no one could stop her. She had her chunky highlights. Only Kelly Clarkson could destroy her. Well, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Two Supremes. Well, I, well, I take the back. Anne's not a Supreme. Charlie, what is your cringe? My cringe was um, Kelly. I'm going to say it was Kelly sobbing at her own face, but I'm going to give more context than that because it's not that. It is the fact that Kelly has been first of all Kelly had insecurities coming into the competition I think the competition is like constantly pushing those back onto her and this is her getting to like a very I think serious emotional breaking point about her own relationship to her body and and her face and like it is so troubling to me to see someone trying so hard to teach themselves to model and then to just like reach a point where they're like, I'm ugly. Like it's really devastating. Um, And I feel horrible for Kelly having to go through this experience. But I also think that having the show air it in this way is cringy. So I blame the show. Mm -hmm. My my cringe is the show and the editors. (laughs) No Emmy for you. The editing was ruthless this week. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it was just like, like, oh, I just couldn't. Well, where is PH now? Jennifer now. (laughs) (laughs) In three, two, one, breaking news. After the show, Jennifer has done, uh, she's done some test shoots and some swimsuit calendars, which I feel like no one gets out of the show and doesn't, you know, land at least one calendar. (laughs) (laughs) One calendar, Um, one, one like sport, like, uh, like models, like car model who's like, goes to like the, the auto shows. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Uh, and Jennifer married a Chicago Bears linebacker, Brian um, Erlocker. Er- Erlocker. Uh, in 2018, uh, she is an avid Trump supporter, anti-vaxxer, and anti-masker. Are we surprised? She's a triple threat. <laughs> she really is. <laughs> Do not get more. Stay, stay six feet away from Jennifer if you see her in public. Yes. Oh, also, Jennifer and Amanda's fight with Ann and Eva ranked number seven on Miss Mojo's YouTube video. Uh, video top ten craziest fights on America's Next Top Model. Wow, and that's her claim to fame. Yeah, I mean that's all she got. That's all she she got. A, she got um, I don't know what she even got. She got a hair makeover, and that's about it. You know, probably pro- COVID. I I will say props to Jennifer for keeping her horrible politics on the download during this whole because Christy really got outed as the Republican, uh, and and Jennifer was like, "Cool, you run with that girl. You be you be, you be the that conservative. Girl. You be that- I'm just gonna be the quiet one yeah. from Idaho who's clearly a Mormon. I'll be good." Yeah, I mean, she filmed her audition tape at Walmart. <laughs> oh no, oh, I she, forgot. It's not like she was at May, Robinson's May or something. <laughs> Come on, what? It's well, okay. I'm, you know what? I'm not. I'm stand by what I, I say. I just love. I love it when you when you serve retail shade. It's my favorite flavor. <laughs> I mean, it's not even shade, but it's she filmed her audition tape at Walmart, saying she wants to get out of Pocatello. Okay, you're surprised that she's a Trump supporter? No. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of yet another journey down memory lane with Tyra Banks and her friends. <laughs> Don't forget to follow the pod on the socials at YWBOT pod, Twitter and Instagram. Dr. Anaya, where might folks track you down? If you want to follow me because you support me in everything that I say and you do want to get enrolled at the Institute, um, you can follow <laughs> me at, um, at Giovanni Anaya on Twitter um, and on Instagram at I'm at underscore according to Joe because it's always according to me. Um, <laughs> Nikki, where can our toppers top you? Wow. <laughs> um, you can find me uh, drinking micheladas every day on my Instagram. Um, it's Nikki, N I C K I, Nesbit, N E S B I T T. And my Twitter is for the real ones that will not be made public. It is very dark. <laughs> Ooh, wow. <laughs> Follow on Insta and DM for that Twitter. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'll give it to you if you ask, but I'm not making it public. It is, it is, it is in my diary. We respect privacy. Um, Charles? Um, I am on Twitter as Charles underscore Jensen and Instagram as Charles Jensen. Do follow me, darling. <laughs> it's Jensen with a S-E-N. <laughs> That's right. Representing Denmark in this year's competition. <laughs> oh, I want to say thank you to both of you. Nikki, it was lovely to have you for your first time. I know. How was it? Yes. Oh, my God. It was so fun. Thanks for having me. I've Aren't been listening we to every episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wow, I think you are our only fan, but I really, I really appreciate you. I'm constantly DMing Giovanni via the uh, the wide WB <laughs> yeah. uh, Instagram. I'm constantly like, oh my god. <laughs> the power. I think some people could take a lesson from you, and I hope they will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, engage people. Engage. Yeah. It's fun. I don't bite unless you don't agree. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Unless you, um, if you think Jenna won, we'd get along. Yeah. <laughs> and if you like Naima, don't DM. You don't exist. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know her. All right, everybody. Have a great night. We'll see you soon. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye.